Welcome in to the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory. Finally brought down. And University of Nebraska eSports coach. Green all by himself. 20. Here is your host, Amon Green. Hey, hello. Welcome into the show. I'm Amon Green, your host, along with Harrison and DP. What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, and I like I like the uh, whoever did the audio or the intro, the uh, 98 yards in a Lambo leap. I like that. I was thinking that was Wayne Larrabee. That's a great run, too. Yeah, though. That, that's the, that's the, that run is what I hear from Husker fans more than your runs here was what you did with the Packers 98 yards. Well, you got a lot of Husker fans that are Packer fans. Yeah. You well, know? you're the reason why. There yeah. is. There, 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 or a lot there, of that's them. That's fair. Yes. Yeah, I'm, you're the reason why. Over the years, I'll try to say it's got to be over 100 that I met fans that were, you know, my fan or the Huskers. And then when I got here, they became a, my fan. And then once I got to Green Bay and they were like, oh, I'm a Packer fan all day now. Everybody's. I call that the daily double. Everybody's (laughs) an Amon fan now. Like that's kind of the way it works, but rightfully so. Harrison, how the heck are you, bro? Doing great. We got some shows lined up. I know we got Walk On Weekly. I'm eager to talk to those guys. Sam Hoiberg, Jeff Grace III. Season's right around the corner. Big Ten Media Day. Yeah, this is always kind of a sweet spot for me because this is when basketball is coming right around the corner. Yeah, and. uh, my schedule is looking enjoyable, full but enjoyable. I got plenty of NBA coming up. And then again, college hoops. I'm just really excited to see Nebraska basketball, kind of see what they got this year with Fred Hoiberg. Uh, you're kind of hearing a lot. They got the depth. I want to see how they utilize that depth of all the guards they have. Unfortunate, Ramel Lloyd Jr. Uh, I don't know how he's right now. He's still rehabbing. Hopefully by the time the season starts, he's good to go. But yeah, so we'll talk to those guys again. That's 8 p.m. For you guys want to get an update on Nebraska hoops, talk to a couple of the players great time to do so but we do have the amon green show right now and you were telling me before we got the show started your team got the sweep yesterday yeah some overwatch so we only lost one match from my observation and then we won it 3-0 in a best of five against usc so how the season is going to go and every week is going to go so on the nebraska esports twist channel you can catch the matches starting anywhere between uh 6 p.m or to 8 p.m and every day from I say from Tuesday to Friday, it'll be like I'm assuming Tuesday is gonna be a, a Overwatch every game, Overwatch two, and then tonight is Rocket League. Tomorrow it's gonna be either Valorant or Smash, and then you know on Wednesday and then whatever on Thursday, and then I'll be the, that'll wrap up the week or Friday, Thursday, and then Friday. Sorry, because today's Tuesday already. Wow. Is, yeah, is there, it's going is, by. Are, are there a lot of pro athletes who were competing in this? Because because that was the conversation some folks had. There's some pro athletes. That were like maybe I should get into esports uh, college. I can go back and and actually game. What are the rules? Uh, long as you have any college time left, you're still eligible. If you're, I say you got to be past five years removed, then you're ineligible. So if you're still within five years of leaving college, graduating, or just leaving as a junior, um, you got time to play on uh, any esports ro- roster at the college level. So that is that. So this week we had uh, USC, and then next week I think uh, we have, I could look, I could find out by the end of the show who we play next. But 
Yeah, we got ES, uh, USC Esports, Rocket League tonight, and then Valorant, and then Smash by the end of the week. Was was it so? Was this an official match competition, or was this kind of an exhibition? No, this is a, this is it. These games count. These count. The, so the playoff in the spring. So why why do we not get like public notice that the esports team just just beat the pants off USC? Like anytime Nebraska beats UFC, that's a big deal. Right. We got our social media team working on that. So we had, I know we had posts going into the game. So we're most likely getting videos edited right now to then post tonight for the wins. Or at least by the weekend when we get all four games won. Yeah, take that. Take sorry. that, Trojans. Take played. that. Right? Take that. <laughs> yeah. take that. Look, you still can't beat Ahmad. <laughs> that would have been an interesting game. We never played against SC. I love it. I love one and two. Like when I was in high school and they played UCLA those two years. In '94 and in '93, mm-hmm. I was like, "Ooh, I love to go out to Cali. That's where I grew up." So I'm like, "Oh, that'll be so fun!" Playing <laughs> in front of that. Well, that was the talk back then because yeah. at that time, so USC had its run as running back you, yep. and then Nebraska had its run at running back you. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. What, what say you? Running back you. What? 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 Give me three programs that are that produce have produced the best running backs. Ooh, well, outside of us. Outside, well, Nebraska's like you know on the Mount Rushmore of yeah. it. So yeah, uh, I say recently, like back in the day, it was it was those schools you just mentioned? Okay, USC, UCLA. They had Notre Dame had a run. Notre Dame had Ricky Waters and uh, Jerome Bettis. Yeah, they had a run. Ricky I mean, Bell. You, you can go all the way back to Hornig and the, yeah, yeah, like you can go back. To- <laughs> so I say present day. Okay, Alabama's been pushing them out. Okay, since uh, Mark Ingram won the Heisman. Actually, two was it two Heisman's? Uh, Mark. Ingram and, and Derrick Henry. Henry mm-hmm. yep. Where that's a that's a cheat code. You know, he's six, Georgia six probably plus. in the conversation. And then Georgia's there because you even go back to, I mean, even Auburn. You remember they had Cadillac Williams and Ronnie Brown in the same backfield, both first round draft picks. Well, they had Bo. Mm-hmm. Got so, throw Wisconsin and Bo, in there and too. Bo, they and get then Wisconsin. The con- yep, I could I could say Wisconsin over the over since the nineties. Okay. Um, they that was Barry Alvarez you know, taking the template of what he learned from Coach Osborne and Coach Devaney, and bringing it to Wisconsin. And he uh, initiated full bore. So every year he had big linemen and he had a running back of some type, either a bruiser or a speedster. So you had Ron Dane to Monty Ball, Melvin Gordon, uh, James White, uh, now Jonathan. Uh, John, uh, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor, who's, uh, you know, he's playing now. I got him on fast. Braylon Allen is, is. Now Braylon is, Allen, who is just. Well, they got two there now. I. So I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna ask He's you since you're well. wearing your coach's hat. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you to to be the coach, the coaching doctor. Like fix what ails. And again, Nebraska's averaging five yards a carry. Mm-hmm. So it's relative. But if if we if we said, Amon, you're you're now the coordinator for the running game. Mm. <laughs> I <would> like that. <laughs> right? You're the you're the coordinator for the running game. Talk me through it. What's the first thing? Is it is it talent at the running back position? Is it heart at the running back position? Is it development? Is it lineman? Is it scheme? What what's the first thing? The first thing, oh man, I would say the first thing would have to me be seeing, having to see the talent, and what that talent has raw without me coaching. I want to see that. I want you know that's why I'm gonna go watch games. I'm gonna watch. You know, the people that give me the highlight films of these high school players that I can't make it to a game because they're out in Virginia or they're down in Miami or Southern California or, or Seattle or Canada or wherever, 
then I want to see film. And then I watch that film and see basically how they naturally play from their high school coaching scheme or high school scheme of play ball and playing ball and see what that looks like and see their weaknesses, see their strength, and then see where I could fit in as a coach to make them better. Um, and so that's the first thing. It's the, it's the talent, checking out the talent, what they already have, and seeing how I'm, I'm uh, as we say in the gaming world, I'm going to buff that up because I'm going to make them better, basically. So it's just real. It's real easy for me. Is is there is there is there a running scheme that just resonates with you more than another? Right? That is is zone blocking. Do you do you want man hat on hat so you can just yes? Right? Yeah. I say any run game that I like the straight. Actually, you know, I'm the type of person is I'm gonna tell you exactly on what I'm doing and just not hiding it. So I like what San Francisco does and what the Ravens do. They come out in the tight end, double tight end set 80% of the time. So you know right away. Here they come. We we come and match, we're coming at you. You know. So having that as a mindset then filters down to the players because they they understand the linemen, they're happy because they're run blocking majority of the time. They're not sitting back, kick stepping, you know, pass protection. So they're gonna know 90, you know, more than 80% of the time, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna tote the rock. And so bringing that to the defense, letting them know that up front. But obviously then, once I get the run game going, I'm going to mix in all the passes, screenplays, whatever. I would like to still keep them off balance on defense. So they're just not just, okay, yeah, we know they're going to run the ball and just sitting in a, a nine-man, ten-man box. So eventually I'm going to spread them out because I'm going to find the matchups. I love what Kyle Shanahan is doing with the 49ers. He's creating problem, matchup problems. I mean, he got Kettle running wide open down the sidelines on – some of the variations of offense because it's from a double tight end. <laughs> the number two tight end in the He's, world right, running the, free. The guy, yeah, the guy you don't <laughs> want running wide open by right. himself. So, but he's creating those matches because he's already set a tone with the run game. And he's bludgeoned the defenses that they face and just say, hey, we, we are a run game, but you just got to be honest. We're going to keep y'all honest. And that's what he's done. And I like that. So for me, coaching, I definitely like his style and bringing that. And then you, you sending that message for the, you know, this is going to be for four quarters. And then, under, getting the players to understand, too, what they got to do. Players got to block no matter who has the ball. McCaffrey, I seen him throwing blocks. Um, wide receivers, Ayuk and all those guys doing their job. So just seeing at the college level, you know, make sure that you you kind of relay that message so everybody understands. And that's what, from our time here, was was definitely a message spread. If you're a wide out, tight end, fullback, even a running back, without the ball, quarterback, without the ball, you got to be a football player. Go, go block somebody. So that will be another part of developing the run game with everybody that's going to be on the offside, off, offensive side of the ball. You, you mentioned, so there's, there's two facets to this question, because one, you mentioned 49ers, and then you mentioned McCaffrey. So with the 49ers, um, <laughs> what they do is is quality. Is it more 49ers scheme or is it McCaffrey? Because McCaffrey seems to change what the, the 49ers are able right. to do and then I ask, where is McCaffrey in your ranking of oh. running backs, right? that Because style of running back comes into play, his physical toughness, yeah. his agility. Like, I'm not sure that he's not the perfect example of what Amon Green would do in that 49er offense. Right, right. So, be, it may be almost similar. Right. Because I say what Cal Shanahan's done is what I would do. So he basically saw that, got the talent in a free agent deal. For, I don't know, probably cheap because he was coming off injuries and all that. So Carolina was like, no, yeah, you could take him. 
when I saw that go down, I already knew that was a problem because I was with Shanahan in Houston back in 2007 when he his first couple years, and he's the son of Mike Shanahan. So it's just like no, the anchor is not falling far from the tree when you know what his dad did with the ball. He had a guy mm-hmm. by the name of Terrell Davis, mm-hmm. John Elway in his latter part of his career, but he was still, you know, viable in the offense. That means he could go down, take a drive, 13 plays, throw most of his routes, you know, the throws that he could throw. But then you had a, a Terrell Davis on top of that, and then defense they had, so you didn't have a matchup problem. You know, you, how are you going to stop the offensive line from this uh, zone blocking that was kind of new at the league in 1998 at, at that time? And Arce Moore in my, like, 96, 97, and they perfected it. And so McCaffrey, he's that thing. He's that guy that changes things because he could do everything as a player himself. And so that's what I look at for, like, you talking about what's the thing, first thing I'm looking at? I'm looking at his talent. So I know, and everybody knows, Shanahan knew, like, man, I've been watching this kid since he was at Stanford. Or I've been watching him since he was in high school because his dad is Ed McCaffrey. And he had two other, three other brothers. They're all somewhere around college football right now. Mm-hmm. Eventually, all of them will be in the NFL, just like uh, the Gronkowskis and other families mm-hmm. that were able to uh, develop their kids and make sure they have the proper upbringing, training, all that. I mean, you see the guy training all season, talking about McCaffrey. He's a pro. Same thing I did. So it's just he knew that talent. So, again, banks back to the talent. That's why I'm going to find the talent first and see what they can do without me. And then it's almost like it's not really, but you could say it's kind of a secret sauce because when you got a certain coach that has a mindset that understands how to take a product like a McCaffrey, like a Derrick Henry, like Marshawn Lynch, myself, and then put him in the offense. When you but when you have a guy who's like ultra talented, with it doesn't matter what he does, where he's aligned. With you know, I, I remember Mike Sherman, Tom Rossley putting me in the slot and sometimes on the wide. Because they knew I could catch the ball, mm-hmm. and then now I'm a problem. They, you know, strong safety is looking at me like, "Hold up, why, 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 <laughs> why is he in the slot?" <laughs> oh my goodness! I remember, no lie, I remember we, first year in Green Bay. So you know, me and Dorsey, he's the starter. I'm the backup. We play Arizona that season, uh, 2000 season, like the second, it's first month of the season. And remember, midweek or mid, you know, two weeks prior to that, we start working on this horse package. So he went to his horses in the backfield. So my, Tom Rossley developed it, has me and Dorsey in there as two running backs and either running routes, blocking for one another, screen plays, one to me or one to him or anything like that. I remember. So we got we, we, we cooked it for two weeks in practice. You know, we put it in an oven, let it bake, played, you know, ran, ran some plays against our defense. And our, even our defensive players and coaches were like, oh, my God, this is going to be an issue. <laughs> you got Dorsey Levins and Amon Green in the backfield. In a, in a personnel package, oh, my goodness. So, fast forward to Arizona, and we're down there as hot as y'all get out. first month of the season, but we line up in a split formation, which was uh, red, red right or red left. And I remember looking across the line of scrimmage. I was in a two-point stand, hand on my knees. I look across, I see Nick Fregerson, the starting linebacker for the Cardinals, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> his eyes just got big. He looked at me, he looked at Dorsey like, and then the ball snapped, and he kind of got back into reality. But he was like, oh, my. I could tell by that look. He was like, we got a problem here. Uh, Houston, our Arizona coaching staff, uh, D.C., hell, we got two, you know, pro level, uh, pro bowl level running backs in the backfield. I wasn't pro bowl yet, but it was coming. But he, just seeing his face, this, you know, to me was like, yeah, we got, we about to put him working on y'all today. It's going to be a long day. Why isn't that done more? Uh, it's maybe the talent's not there. You know, you, if you don't find – you're not going to be able to find – very rare where you find that talent on the same team under 
contracts that are viable for their like budget, I would basically. call I would call I mean you think the 49ers come to mind there are a lot of two back offenses mm-hmm. in in the NFL yep. right yeah I yeah. guess they kind of match I mean maybe the Cowboys when they had Elliott and Pollard yeah, they yeah that could that be up. an option yep so, they messed that up bad yeah. uh, the Niners could do it they could do it they got Elijah the Mitchell. Bills could do it Eagles could do it yep like there's some folks that are there all right so give me that the top running backs. If you're, if you if you're gonna do that, the guys that are in the game now. I just saw that. Yeah, where you would put McCaffrey? Because I'm uh, in a running back draft. I'm not sure <laughs> that I don't take McCaffrey first. He, I he, before the season he wouldn't have been, but at this point, like, but how often do we? I mean, like he. You can literally put him. McCaffrey at. has. <laughs> I mean, healthy. Healthy. Yes. He, healthy yeah. McCaffrey has been Banking running on back health. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alternate with one A and one B, him and Derrick Henry for a long time. Yes, right. Exactly. Like that. That's that's kind of where I am. But I'm on. Where where do you? What's your five? So my five, it is for one. I'm starting. I'll say I'll start with five. I'll okay. start with the five bottom. So I'll go bottom with uh, healthy. We talking about like healthy? Yeah, regardless of injury. Regardless of injury, mm-hmm. five will be for me. Mm, I'm looking at a list here, so I just had a fresh mind of it. And it's tough. It is tough. We got some ballers. But I'm going to start with a good friend of mine, Austin Eckler. Okay. With the Chargers, number five. Underrated. Very underrated. Does a lot for that team. I mean, he he tried to, you know, he spoke up. You know, one of the running backs that were feeling underappreciated at a meeting. You know, it kind of didn't, it didn't work out, but in terms of that conversation where it went. But mm-hmm. but he was a guy, he, he was right. And every running back is right. And the next guy definitely is on that list, too. In terms of having that, trying to have that conversation with his team, Josh Jacobs, mm-hmm. he's a guy, man, Alabama kid, and just got the mold of what we had in Nebraska, you know, right other, right around five, six feet, like five ten, five eleven, and between two ten and two twenty, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. You a little ball of muscle, and got speed, got agility, and then you have the 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 mindset of I'm trying to run through you. I'm not trying to mess around sometimes, unless I'm tired, I'll juke you. But nine <laughs> times out of ten, I'm a run right through your chest type of player. So that's what he does. Um, Saquon Barkley, number three. Okay. Healthy. So we're talking about healthy. Yeah, guaranteed health. Yeah, guaranteed health. And then um, the last two is tough because I got – I mean, these guys I already know I left off of here. Um, But I got some A's. I could throw A's and B's in there. But I'll say um, just off of his – his talent, like we already talked about him, Christian McCaffrey, number two, mm-hmm. and the number one, just Derrick Henry, just for the size alone and the factor that he brings and what what is something I had at, you know, in my game, and my teammates told me this, my defensive teammates told me this, so I'm not just, you know, talking, you know, outside outside of my, 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 my game or whatever. They would tell me, A.G., you a problem. And I'm like, why? You got speed. You can catch the ball. And then you can run pretty much all of us over. Mm-hmm. D linemen, linebackers. So Derrick Henry has that. The only thing, obviously, he doesn't get in a whole, in whole, a whole lot is like the pass game because it just, dude, to do that and he, he gets that under his belt, <laughs> he'll be the full. Well, that, that's going to be the career extender right. for him. If right. He could go out there and run routes like McCaffrey. That's all. That's the only, I just, on size alone, that's why I got him over McCaffrey. Talent is there because when they both get the ball, and we've seen McCaffrey do it. He got a mean still form too. But Derrick Henry got a still form that make defensive players, not even just DBs, but linebackers and even D linemen make business decisions. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm pretty yeah. sure Jay's brought that up. Got to go to them knees, bro. Yeah, business decisions. Got to go down to the shins. We're Where not they, trying to get any of that. I'm, I'm going to ask a favor. I'm going to ask a favor, Ramon. I'm going to ask you to make – we'll go to break, but I want you to, you to make Harrison feel better because his Bears are trying to work stuff out. Correct. They are. They're Let's, trying to work stuff out. I need you to give him some, some, some hope. Like, give them a plan. Because the Bears seem to be with Justin Fields again when you when he's when your quarterback's your best runner, yep. best thrower, and he's not the best at either of those, he needs help. So can you help him? Can you help the Bears? I know it goes yeah. against your nature as a Packer. As a Packer, I'm unbiased. I'm unbiased. Okay, can you help him? I can help him. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let Coach Amon help the Bears when we come back. 